and welcome to Welfare Daily. I'm Amy Lane, author, runner, health editor and host of Welfare, the weekly running podcast that's your coach, running buddy and virtual running crew. Welfare Daily is a series of short tips, tricks and ideas taken from the longer show that you can listen to while you get ready for your day. Or if you'd like to listen to the full-length episodes, you can access Welfare wherever you listen to your podcasts. You'll find advice from the world's most insightful running experts, training tips and inspirational stories to take the sting out of those long runs. Let's dive into today's clip. Visualisations for runners. Um, I've dabbled with this in the past, but very much on a kind of, I've made it up as I've gone along kind Mm. of thing. And they seem to help me on the treadmill. Do you ever use visualisation for runners? Do you think they're a thing? So I think a lot of the time um, people might think of visualisation as just imagining yourself crossing the finish line. But actually visualisation can be a lot more complex than that in the sense that we visualise the difficult legs that we might come across, you know, during the 26 miles, the sort of twists and turns. And actually being able to visualise difficult obstacles can be quite helpful because you're able to visualise you overcoming them, which can kind of make you feel mentally stronger and kind of feed that motivation and and that drive to be able to complete it. And would you sit and do that as in kind of like a meditation style setting, a classic one, just sitting quietly? Or would you do that whilst running? I think it's a mixture of both. I think for some people, if you're finding the negative thoughts creeping in mid-training, that might be a helpful exercise to do whilst you're running. Yeah, It might be for some people when you've got the negative thoughts creeping in last thing at night, it might be helpful to kind of visualise the adversity and the obstacles that you might have to overcome in order to complete the marathon. So I think there's no one size fits all, but I suppose it depends on where you find those negative feelings are are stirring up more often. I went through a stage actually of not doing my meditation at home. I'd get off the train in the mornings and I'd walk through Green Park and St. James's and I would just stop on a bridge there mm-hmm. and I'd probably spend about just two to three minutes but just standing there with my eyes closed and breathing. I'm sure the tourists thought I was a bit bonkers <laughs> but I found that that was my on my way to work was the time in my day when my mind was really worrying about everything it had to process. Yeah. So I just found that by stopping and having this kind of mini pause it really, really helped yeah. more than, say, getting up in the morning when I felt quite good because I was like, I've just had a sleep. I've got a cup of tea. Everything's <laughs> fine. But then it really kicked in like an hour later. So it was yeah. stopping at that point. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there. There's this idea that meditation has to happen at a certain time of day or that there's this idea that you have to sit cross-legged on the floor and unchance. Yeah. Um, you know, it meditation can be just that, that you're finding a, a time or a space in your busy day just to be present with your thoughts, to kind of switch off from everything that's going on around you. It's about thinking about what's unique for you. And, you know, the example that you've just given, clearly that time felt most appropriate for you to be able to just be present in the moment and be present with your thoughts, regardless of whatever anyone else around you thought. (laughs) Yeah, there was all the tourists and there was all the pigeons. But for for that moment, there was just quiet in my mind and it was great. What a great tip. I'd love to know if you put today's advice into practice. Why not join the Welfare crew on Instagram using the hashtag Welfare? Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And if you're after a running buddy, follow Wildfire here on Spotify for full length episodes. Thanks all.